I'm so yeah. glad that you've been listening and liking it and thanks for recommending it to folks. It's really exciting to know that people are listening to it, but yeah. um, my podcast is called Reditations and it's a podcast where I talk about things that I've read. So books and poetry mainly, and then I create guided meditations based on the concepts in those readings. Mm -hmm. um, and I came up with it kind of just on a whim as I was kind of getting more into meditation um, I've always loved to read, but there was a time probably a couple years ago when I really started to get more into meditation and learn more about it. Um, I was going through like some difficult things in my own life and I turned to meditation as a way to kind of approach those things and found it really soothing and really helpful. And um, kind of how I got into it, like the easiest point of access was all these guided meditations that already exist out there, like on Insight Timer and stuff like that. And so um, I really enjoyed using those and got a lot out of them. And I, after I'd been doing that for a while, it just had the idea that it would be really cool to combine um, meditation and guided meditation with reading, because I think there are so many concepts um, combine well that you can get from both meditation and reading. And I think they're both really like introspective healing activities. So that's sure. how I got started. Yeah. How did, what was that first meditation that you listened to? Like what, was it an app? Was it inside timer? How did you, how did you learn like the, that meditation can be used to like improve your life and like change something within you or however you looked at, at what was that first initial initial kind of approach to it? Well, I had had experiences with meditation since the time I was a little kid. Um, okay. Now, now I'm I, super interested. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was raised in a community um, called Unitarian Universalism. It's a kind of a spiritual community and they're pretty big on meditation. And so mm. I uh, had experience with that from the time I was a kid. And um, my Mom, I'm sure, introduced me to it as well. I'm, I feel like I encountered it in several different ways as I was growing up, but I never really like got into it or spent much time on it until I got a little bit older. Was um, it a community like you, a living community, or like you would went there like a, to church like on Sundays kind of thing? Yeah, it's a church. Um, okay. So mm. yeah, that was kind of probably the first place I was really introduced to it. Mm. Um, and... Yeah. And then I started getting more into it. I feel like Insight Timer was the biggest tool that I use because it's just so easy to access. And um, there were a wide range of things available. So um, it, is it, it still free? On, do you know? Because I haven't. It's logged still on free. To, yeah. yeah it's, it's still free. It has the most meditations from like around the world. And there's so much you have variety in it. I wasn't just sure. I just wasn't sure if it's like if still free or not. Because some apps are free in the beginning and then they start charging. But that's good. Yeah, it's great. And I still find yeah. myself going back to it when I just need something easy to like listen to and kind of tune into. So um, did you yeah. figure out how to do your podcast on Inside Timer? I think there is a way for it for you to post there too, right? I don't know. I haven't been posting on Inside Timer yet. I'm on all the other platforms for podcasts. Right. So Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all of that. But not on Insight Timer yet, but that would be cool. Something yeah, to look into. I think that could be a good idea too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Nice. Um, so 
you had the you went through that community like so you were kind of were raised in 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 that where meditation was part of a part of your life your parents your mom um how long does it take you i had this i was sitting today and listening to the last one and i had these questions come up like how long does it take you to like read a book and then write a meditation for it like is it a week how long does it take you to and i know books are like 200 pages to more or something like that so how long does it usually take you to go through a book and write a meditation for it that's a good question um it it takes a good chunk of time um i found that it's actually been really good for me to have the podcast because it kind of makes me do it stick to yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. it keeps me reading and it keeps me uh, meditating as well. It kind of keeps me accountable as I'm making the episodes, mm -hmm. but to read a book, I try and, I try and get through at least one book every couple of weeks. Although this year, my goal is to read 50 books. So it's going to have to okay. be more like a book a week. So, a book a week, yeah. um, yeah, fingers crossed, wish me luck. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it takes me maybe a couple of weeks to get through a book. Um, and I, I tend to alternate between like full length books and poems that I really love on the podcast. So that makes it a little more manageable in terms of right, reading right, time. Right. Um, and then in terms of the episodes, I usually take a couple, maybe an hour or two even to plan out the episode and think about what needs to go in there. And then recording it can take me an hour as well. And then editing it. I'm sure, you know, editing is kind of a pain in the butt sometimes and, that takes a little bit of time as well. So yeah, I base I don't edit anything on, on my podcast. Almost just the beginning. Sometimes where there's like uh, some kind of a disturbance in the audio recording, but podcast mm -hmm. I try to just have a conversation and then just post it. Because if I start editing it, like oh man, that's oh, gonna be too much. I won't. I like your strategy that. though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't work for everybody, but I like a very like I I still need to get a new microphone so it sounds better. But I like a simple, just like relaxed conversation about life and about what we do and just post it as yeah. is. Yeah. Mostly as yeah, is. Yeah, I think yeah. that's great too. I've really enjoyed listening to your conversations with folks. And um, yeah, I'm I'm curious if you would chime in too. And I know you're, you're in the, um, in, <laughs> you're leading this, but I'm curious to hear more about what no, led no, you don't to create worry about this podcast ask. too. Yeah, ask me questions. Yeah. So it's not a, I don't feel like I'm an interviewer. Although I like wrote down like 11 questions that I want to ask you just because of like, I was listening to the podcast, your your podcast. And these just questions, like I just visualize you sitting there recording or reading out. And I started having questions. How long does it take? How, am I, how, how many hours does she read a day? Like <laughs> I have these <laughs> questions come up. So I just wrote them down. But yeah. um, why did I start the podcast? Yeah, what led you to this place? The, in the beginning, like if you scroll down, I started it with like just having, I'm, I meditate and whenever I have this idea come up, I usually put it in, in a post on Instagram. But then I thought like, no, podcasts were starting to get more popular. And I just recorded that post in a way, in, in an audio format. So I looked at, I looked at uh, podcasts as short, quick audio versions of a written post. So I would have like, it's not a full on 30 minute podcast or a conversation. I just recorded my own thoughts into a podcast. That's it. Think like, but I've never was consistent with it and I'm still not consistent, consistent with it. I like, I still struggle with that consistency of putting out content that would eventually grow and grow and grow. I think that's yeah. 
very very important and I, that's what i also like got an idea of men like your podcast is so interesting and how you do it like i hope she has the energy and time and interest in it to like continue because sometimes we start doing things and really get discouraged or like find other things to do but anything good takes just cons year after year and then that that becomes like a big podcast you know and i totally think yours can be that thank you that's super encouraging i appreciate yeah. that no I'm thinking, like it's very honest because i sh keep sharing it like sending the links uh, to different people and they like really enjoy it it's a, such a good concept and it's it's not long yeah it's very interesting and especially now you reminded me that some of it comes from poems books so it allows you to record more and not go like two weeks without one or something like that you know you don't have to read a book you can be reading a book for two weeks but in between you can have like different poems yeah super interesting. thanks i i also yeah. wanted to do the poems because i want people who are listening to feel like they don't have to read a thousand books all the time because i know it i mean it can be it, it can be a lot to get through books quickly yeah. and so i wanted people to be able to just listen to the episode and go over and read the poem in a minute and feel like they have the context they need um mm -hmm. for the episode so so how do you choose a book does it just come see something or you have a library at home and you read a book how do uh, yeah including the podcast, I guess. So far, I've kind of chosen books that I've read and that have piqued my interest. I feel like I'm trying to resist reading books that I feel like are kind of ready-made for a meditation format because it would be so easy to like read, you know, The Artist's Way or whatever, for example, and I'm not saying I won't do that, but read books that are already kind of aimed at introspection and um, turn those into meditations. But I want to push the boundary of that a little bit. And so I've tried to do fiction books. I've talked about some satirical essays. I've talked about um, poems that I love that are just dear mm -hmm. to my heart. Um, so I kind of just try to, to choose things that I like and that I feel like translate well into something um, that people would want to focus on in a meditation. So whether that's like um, tuning into gratitude or um like bolstering your self-love or any of those topics that we all kind of need to tune into i try to find books that lend themselves well to that sort of discussion as well even if they're a little off the beaten path in terms of um what you might normally think of as geared toward meditation yeah that there's not to be a meditation in a title of the book you know it's funny that you went there because i had this thought too um is can you do a guided meditation from like any book like a horror book <laughs> you know there's, <laughs> there's a lesson probably in any book right there's a story somewhere there hidden and uh, you can definitely i think that could be super interesting too because i think you're right not to make not to make it only through like meditation books but it could be any book that interests you there's definitely a lesson in it that can be turned into a guided meditation. And I think it'll, it'll uh, be more geared towards like a wider audience than just meditation folks. You know, I agree. I want this podcast to be interesting for people who love to read and who maybe haven't had a lot of 
experience with meditation yet. And I also want it to have a lot to offer for people who meditate and maybe are are interested in exploring these books that I'm talking about. But I love that you brought the the horror book up or the idea of like, what's the limit of what can work for this podcast? Because I just finished Mexican Gothic, which is like this creepy novel uh, that like, there's a lot of weird, scary stuff that happens in it. And I'm really looking forward to trying to make an episode on it because I think you're absolutely right. It does have like things to pull out of it that would work in a meditation, but it's really interesting to kind of combine those things and try and find the common thread that goes between them. Yeah. I, I think it's just, it'll look cool to, to do the, the guided meditations. And that only guided meditation, your podcast is you're, you're sharing for half of it. if not even more than half of it. You're sharing, well, I haven't listened to all of the, but you're saying a, a summary of a, of a book. It's not a guided meditation. And then it's a guided meditation. So people who don't enjoy are aware of it. They're, they're coming for a summary of an interesting book that you put in the description. I think it's just a great idea. It like covers both, both things. How do you find a lesson though in a, in a book? Because there's like in, in, in any book you yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of hard no or yeah, like you just I, you, whatever you go you you go with like your in like intuitively you pick one and that's it how do you choose i think yeah it can be challenging sometimes to to pull out like exactly what i want to talk about um i think it's a good exercise in minimalism because really mm -hmm. i feel like in a 20-minute podcast episode there's really space to talk about very few ideas comfortably within that time. And so it kind of forces me to pick out the things that I think are going to be most relevant to people listening to the episode and wanting to meditate with it. And I think it forces me to pull out like the strongest themes of the book too. So um, I don't know. I look for things that when I, re when I close the book, I kind of think about the impression that it left on me and what really stayed with me and kind of the overarching ideas that I feel like it was communicating. And then I see what I can do with those ideas. Cause usually I think they're actually, they're pretty strong. And so I try and just take those few ideas and discuss them and how they show up in the book and then how we can apply them to our own lives. That's cool. That's cool. Maybe going back to the question that I had that I, I see in my notes right now that I, Asked sort of, but didn't. How many hours per day do you think you're reading? Ooh. Is it hours or is it like half an hour? It depends on the day. Um, yeah. Yesterday I read for several hours at a time because um, mm -hmm. I really wanted to finish that book that I told you about. But um, sometimes I don't have time for it. I also do a bunch of other stuff and sometimes it's just not feasible to um, be reading a bunch. But I try and read when I wake up or when I go to sleep and mm. sometimes both. And that can add up pretty quickly, even though it feels like small chunks in the moment. No, yeah, definitely. Do you ever have a day where you like, it's all about reading Sunday, Saturday, S Sunday, sometimes vacation. S <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. I took, um, I was, I took a nice 
break for over the winter, like the holiday season. And mm -hmm. I read a lot of books over that time because I just had time to relax. And um, often when I'm like allowing myself to fully wind down and um, tune into what I'd actually like enjoy in the moment, reading is that thing. And so I had a lot of time to get into books that I really enjoyed over that break. And uh, I love to take those big chunks for reading when I have the chance. Yeah. What do you think of physical books versus online books versus audiobooks? Uh, this is a, an interesting um, question and something that people discuss really hotly, but I think like whatever works for you is what you should be doing because I think they're all equally valid. And as long as you're reading, you're going to be getting something out of it. Personally, mm -hmm. I prefer physical books. I don't really like reading on screens. Um, and I also love audiobooks. So I think those are my two favorites. I just struggle reading on the screen. It just doesn't jive with me for some reason, but physical books and audiobooks. Audiobooks are also a way that I get through books faster because it's something that I can do while I'm cleaning or driving or, you know, any of those other tasks where my ears are free, but my hands are not. So yeah, true. Although sometimes I feel like when I'm listening to an audiobook, I don't pick up all of the information for some reason. Like I working out or driving even, I can't consume it all like properly as I would be holding a physical book and reading it. Because sometimes I like reread a sentence or reread a paragraph. In an audiobook, yeah. it just keeps going and I don't like tend to rewind it. And um, I feel like with audiobooks, I kind of have to re-listen to them twice or something, you know? Yeah, I get that for sure. I think like with a physical book, it's a great exercise in being present because like when you're reading a physical book, that's really the only thing you can do. You have to look at it. You have to use your hands. You kind of have to sit still. And so I think that like that act in itself is kind of meditative and centering in a way. But like with audiobooks, there's definitely more going on. And I definitely experience what you're talking about where sometimes I'll have to go back a 30 seconds or whatever and and really tune into what's happening to get it. Yeah, you no, know, I enjoy all of them. Like I even read on my on my iPhone. Like I have books online like that that I just skip through and read. Um, but I tend to not sometimes read the entire book because a lot of the books that I read are nonfiction, and I don't mm -hmm. feel like I have to read like the entire book. Sometimes I like go into contents and like choose choose and pick. But there's yeah, there's probably not a lot of books that I read fully through. <laughs> I don't think that's a good thing, but I think I just, that's how I read. But do you yeah, ever... I don't, I don't think that's yeah. bad. I'm curious, like, what kind of books you read and... and yeah, because you know, that, that was what, one... What I'll, you enjoy. I'll, I'll, yeah, not a lot recently. You know, I, I really have a hard time um, starting a book lately like in the past two years i just started a book and it just like ah oh, man this is like the same thing but in a different way a lot of books mm -hmm. even like stories and uh that's why i don't even watch a, like move, a lot of movies like it has to be so different that to interest me but the only books that are super super interested in still right now is like uh, i don't know if you've heard of qhht uh it's like this quantum healing hypnosis technique and no. basically it's like a channeling book so it's people who meditate or put someone else under meditation and then they try to connect to different things aspects of themselves aspects of different history moments and they just see what comes up you know 
And there's some That's people, super interesting. yeah, some people went really, really deep and you have to be very like skeptical in a way to like, not to like question it. Is this true or not? Like, but even then, like if we read a nonfiction book by a, like a very well-known historian and it seems very like factual, even then we have to be skeptical of like history was rewritten so many times, you know? Right. So so but those books are very interesting to me because it feels like there's a lot of a lot of truth in in the very few books that I've read there seems to be like a lot of truth in those in those particular books that I'm reading like I'm reading I'm still reading very slowly because it's such a complicated book um uh, I forgot the title questions with god no let me see here quickly um, it's such a slow read for me because it's so complicated. It's a, it's a person who meditates, but they were an, uh, I think, electrical engineer, uh, like a long time ago. So all their, all their writing is so technical. But oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's very technical, and they talk about um, the origin of God. I think it's called. Um, like how the universe was created through him sitting in meditation and asking those questions and what he came up with and it's a deep meditation wow. it's not a surface usually just sit and meditate trying not to think like just relaxing he is practicing like several hours a day of meditation practice and he goes deep in it and then he starts describing different ways of how the planet was how planets and like how the, the entire universe was created it's super complicated i wouldn't even know how you would go about creating a guided meditation to that book because that sounds super dense yeah uh, yeah it's uh, the author is guy needler i don't know if you want to research okay um, yeah i'll check it out but the history of god it's called not origin of god guy needler um cool. and and a ton of books also by dolores cannon i don't know if you know her she's also she's she's been practicing so putting people under a, like a two-hour guided meditation basically it's called hypnosis but it's i i learned that practice and she wrote like 15 books or even more on people's like past life for uh, regressions i don't know if you believe in it but even if you don't believe in it there's still a lot of information in it that yeah. is really cool about Jesus, about uh, Nostradamus, and just, I really like those kind of books, you know, where, like, it takes me on a journey where, like, nothing is predictable, and it's yeah. a little bit, yeah, it's a little bit of nonfiction, a little bit of history that was, that actually happened that we learned in school, and so, mm -hmm. like, all her books are a mix of everything. Well, those I, are some great recommendations. Channeled books. <laughs> yeah but that i think what was my question that i wanted to ask you about it too um something about the types of books but never mind yeah well if if i may i'm curious what your meditation practice looks like and how you feel like the books you read inform that practice since it sounds like you read a lot about meditation and I'm curious how those go together for you. Oh, you know, I don't, again, I don't, like, even that book that I'm reading, I'm reading it so slowly, so, um, yeah. and a lot of, I actually don't read a lot of books on meditation. I read, the, those books are people who meditate, and they talk about, like, not meditation itself, not meditation mm -hmm. as a practice, but they talk about what 
experiences they gained or like the knowledge that they receive by through meditation you know okay. so it's not a so it's not a book of like how to meditate sit cross leg like none of that mm-hmm. it's them actually meditating and receiving certain information and then they just share that but a lot of books i'm reading on education right now because um i have two kids and we my wife is doing a school at home mm-hmm. so some books on education here and there but education for like people for kids like five seven it's very intuitive they just need attention and make like everything needs to be interesting so whatever subject mm-hmm. you're teaching them math make it fun and interesting gamify it and they'll they'll love it um so it's very easy at that age but um what was the question oh i'm curious like what your meditation practice looks oh, like right. on my a daily basis practices. yeah um i separate my practice to like three things one is like just physical mental relaxation where i just sit and and or i lie in shavasana like lying on my back mm-hmm. and i just do nothing like if thoughts ideas come i i don't write anything down nothing i just completely try to like dissolve into the ground or dissolve into a seat or to, or a stool or a chair or whatever or a couch i'm sitting on and just try to like not be there kind of thing just or or i I use some breathing techniques to just relax my body. Um, and another one is where I sit and I have a ton of ideas and thoughts. So I stop meditation. I take my phone or I take a piece of down, like whatever ideas I have for different posts that I want to do. So like whatever idea I come up with or a thought, I write it down, either like physically write it down on my phone or I record an audio. And and the third kind of, and I call it like relaxation, creation. So visual, visualizing something. So it's yeah. either like I have an idea and I write it down or, or I visualize like just how I want to feel, how I want to, it's not even relaxing, but it's actually like a focused state of this is how I want to feel. This is how I want my life to be like. I want to like just what I want to have in a way, you know, just visualizing my life. So there's some kind of a structure and focus in it. And the third way I meditate and usually before bed, like before falling asleep, is I just kind of let go of everything. Like whatever happened, happened. I'm dying right now. This uh, sleep is death. Like if I wake up tomorrow, I'm super grateful. And that that that's like a transcendence, I call it. Transcendence meditation. Where I let go of everything. I try to forgive if I uh, experience an emotion, a negative emotion towards some situation that went today or like in the past week. I try to let go of that, of that, forgive, forget um, uh, the person or a situation or myself and like really transcend beyond my identity, beyond what I'm doing. Like nothing matters kind of thing like that. And yeah. and then I fall asleep like a baby doing that. <laughs> like I it bet. takes me, it takes me two minutes and I'm, and I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's th- th- awesome. th- yeah, that's how I separate my practices. Uh, relaxation uh, creation or visualization and transcendence so those are my principles kind of thing what about you do you meditate outside of creating a a meditation based on the book or do you have a a separate practice or no yeah i do i feel i feel like making the podcast has kind of pushed me towards being more consistent with my practice Um, but I feel like I tend towards just a lot of that first type of meditation that you described where Mm -hmm. um, I find that like often I'm catching myself like 
moving a little too quickly or feeling Mm -hmm. a little overwhelmed. And my go-to is even like throughout the day, not even big chunks always, but just small chunks of time where I allow myself to just get still kind of tune into like what I'm feeling like physically. Cause I think that's a really important barometer of how I'm doing emotionally and spiritually and mentally. Um, and I take some time to do some deep breaths because I find that like, that's the thing that is most effective. The fastest for me is just tuning into breath and, uh, realizing that I'm just like, I'm okay in this moment and tuning into breath work really helps me get back to that calmer place. So I feel like that's most of what I do right now, but I'm always interested in learning more and kind of expanding what I try. So though, yeah, yeah. breath work is super powerful. Um, what's I like usually do like three different kinds, but what's your, what's your like deep breathing? Just like you take a, a deep inhale and exhale and just do it over and over and over for a few minutes or what's your technique i have a couple things that i like there's one that i think of as four four eight breaths that's how it was shared okay. with me and so you yeah. breathe in for four hold for four and exhale for eight um, do, you, do you use I'll... your hand to like block the nostrils or like that's like a yogic technique or you just sit and like hold your breath Usually I just hold my breath, although I've done the, I've done the nostril thing before and that can be really calming as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to hold like a hand on my heart and a hand on my belly while I'm doing that because I feel like it can kind of like tune into the sensation of my chest rising and falling and the breath like coming in and out. And that's really nice too. It places a a a certain focus, like where our hands are. It like put on your heart unintentionally in a way focus on your heart because your hand is there yeah right yeah Yeah. and sometimes i'll uh, i'll like breathe out as i'm breathing out i'll like restrict like i'll pucker like i'm breathing through a straw and so that my my breath goes out more slowly and that's calming as well um i also like box breathing sometimes so just four in hold four out and hold Mm -hmm. um yeah those are a couple of my favorites um and I also like just um, my friend Jesse shared this with me, and she's she's one of my inspirations and uh, mentors and friends. But just like taking the time when you're noticing like you need to slow down, however you do it, just taking the time for seven deep breaths, whether you're counting or not, just allowing yourself to take seven slow breaths and slowing down a little more with each breath. And I feel like that's like the simplest way to break up um, a moment and kind of change change the way I'm feeling about it. So sometimes I'll just be as simple as possible and go for like those seven deep breaths before I jump back into whatever I was doing. Yeah, and I like the idea, like you mentioned before, that it could be throughout the day, like any time. It's not necessarily, if you feel like you need it, do it. It doesn't like one one or two minutes can be like very uh, beneficial you know and it yeah. doesn't have to be like uh, oh i meditate at 7 a.m only and then we take the technically the meditation that we do like in the morning needs to needs to kind of vibrate within us throughout the entire day like we want to have that feeling throughout the day it's not something that we just are quickly brush our teeth and then like we, we forget about it 
you know, because that that good feeling that we get from meditation, it's like we truly would benefit if we feel that all throughout the day. We'll we'll make different choices. We'll talk differently. So whenever we fall, like we fallen out of that. I agree with you. Like I sometimes go in like in a different room and just sit there for a little bit, one, a minute or two, or just close my standing. Even it doesn't have to be sitting. Just take those breaths, and it truly, truly helps to refocus. Yeah. I think it makes it so much more accessible, like you were talking about too. It's not like you have to like be a master at this. It's like this is a tool that you can use anytime. And it's not like you have to, you know, make this your resolution that you're going to do this every day or whatever. It's like just uh, it's like available to you as a resource and not as something that you have to like hold yourself to or beat yourself up because you're not consistent in a way that you see other people um practicing i think it's kind of unique to each person so oh yeah Yeah. and especially like viewing meditation pictures or whatever on instagram like we don't know anyone's life so we can't assume or be or get discouraged oh they're meditating daily or like stuff like that like we need to forget all of that and just focus on on our own practice and how we feel about things like i have two last questions on according to uh how you read and then maybe i'll do a speed round if you have time uh sure speed round speed round but of deep questions (laughs) but you can oh boy okay yeah um uh the the questions according to your book is how what kind of reader are you do you stop reading a book if you like decided that it's boring or you don't like it or you feel like i have to work through this book and finish it oh that's a good question i i think like logically i do the second thing and i want myself to finish the book but practically it's really hard for me to get through a book that i'm not interested in um so often if i'm not loving a book yeah i'll choose to let it go yeah yeah. I, I let go of a book like super quick. I let go of a movie if it's not good, like within 10 minutes. <laughs> like, I'm not watching this. I'm not spending time on this. Um, do you use a bookmark or you remember or try to remember where you were in a book? I use a bookmark, but if you could see me, I'd be using air quotes because my bookmarks are anything from like napkins to like leaves that I find outside to basically (laughs) anything that's around because I'm I'm never in the place where my bookmarks are so I use bookmarks of the world that are never actually intended for that purpose yeah my wife was never use a bookmark and then I pick it up and I start like flipping through where was I but I kind of like that challenge of like finding that page. It makes me realize whether I was actually paying attention when reading or I was like floating somewhere. Yeah. Because if I know exactly yeah. where I was, it's not even about the page number, but it's about the, the paragraph. I read this. I read this. I remember it. It's like a good challenge for me. I like it. I don't use bookmarks. Um, um, That's interesting. I've I've done that before when I've lost a bookmark, but then I'm always yeah. afraid I'm gonna like flip too far and get spoilers. So uh, it's a delicate yeah. balance. That, it, it is. I I didn't think of that. Yeah, that never happened to me. But yeah, that's that's a definite problem for sure. <laughs> you don't want to be. Uh, do you want to do the speed round? Twelve questions. The twelve questions sure. are 
are based on 12 spheres. They're like a, the spheres are hidden in the questions. And I, and I often, like a lot of the times, and especially when I work with people like one-on-one, -on -one, I refer to those spheres. And so every single question is based on a sphere of life that matter who you are, no matter how much, how little you have, no matter what your religion, no matter where you live, like we will, I believe we will all go through these spheres. And sometimes we're doing a good job on, on, on a sphere. Sometimes we like avoid it, but um, we're all going through them. So the first question, and it kind of gives away the, what the sphere is, but also if you have like one word to answer the question or no words or pass, or like, I don't want to answer that kind of thing. Like you can, you can say whatever you want, you know? Okay, great. Uh, what is your favorite exercise? Oh, like physical exercise? Yeah, doing something physical for your body. That, I like, love for your health. Yeah. yeah, I love swing dancing. It's been a little tricky lately because of COVID, but normally I love swing dancing. Just like swing dancing or like any dancing? Um, swing dancing is what, the one what, I've what? done the most, okay. but uh, but I love, you know, dancing when nobody's watching too. So oh, cool. That's my favorite <laughs> yeah. dance. I don't dance otherwise, except like if no, no one's watching, that's when I dance. What do you <laughs> feel like you have to do daily? Ooh, interesting. It's, it's a must. Like you have to do this. On, your day will not go like either well or just like it's, it's a must. You're either forced to do it or you feel from your own like values that you want, you need to do this. I don't know how value-based this is, but I feel like I have to eat breakfast every day or I'm grouchy for the okay. rest of the day. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's good. I like that answer. That's great. And by the way, you're a guinea pig for these questions. So I've, okay. I've, I'm using you as a guinea pig for asking these questions at the end of a podcast. Love it. Where do you, I hope you're okay with it. Where oh, do you great. Can, yeah, where do you consume the most new information? Where does it come from to you? Ooh. Um, is it probably from books, probably books. from books. It, it might also be from my partner because he's the person I talk to the most. So it's a tie probably. Okay, great. What helps you the most to be at peace with yourself? Mm. I think um, being really conscious of using kind words with myself and, and being mm. gentle with myself. That's great. Love that. If you could focus on one thing to create or work on every day, what would it be? I think it would be this podcast and the community surrounding it. I'm really excited about it and I'm really excited to see how it will grow and turn into like even more interaction and discussion in the future. So probably that, meditations. Well, it's amazing because I hoped writing this question, I hoped that that would be your answer. Now oh, it yay. gives me, yeah, it gives me like this idea that like you're actually going to be very consistent with it and it's going to be, become a, an awesome big podcast. That's my goal. That's amazing. What's one challenge or problem you're trying to solve right now? Ooh. It could actually be like small, big, like it doesn't matter, anything. Yeah. I think the challenge for me right now, um, because I, I work in a lot of different ways and um, a lot of my work I do from home. So I think my challenge right now is finding a way that feels good to do time management where I'm, I'm feeling mm -hmm. calm and centered 
while still being able to accomplish the things I need to do. That's something I'm working on right now. Great. Who do you spend the most time with? I spend the most time with my partner, Josh. Awesome. <laughs> if, if this is a, like a left field question, like if aliens exist, what's their intention with humans? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's up to the aliens to tell us. And I hope we would be wise enough to ask them. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What helps you understand other people? Oh, other, a couple things. One is like understanding myself more deeply. Um, Cause I think we all operate in fundamentally the same ways. And I think books help me understand other people. And I think like being able to be real with people and have honest conversations and, um, and emotionally vulnerable conversations with them. All of those things are important to me. That's great. Awesome. What, what impact do you have? Um, what impact do you want to have on people? Like the, the most impact? Mm. I hope that I, um, I hope that I help people feel like, feel joy and, um, one way that I do that is I'm uh, I'm also a music teacher and I love that because I get to help people experience joy and um, and make music and I hope that this podcast is another way to help people experience more joy and um, and get the juice out of life a little bit more I hope and I hope that's the impact that I can have. I definitely think you're doing that already too. What last Thank two you. questions? Who do you follow or interact the most with on social media? Oh, I am really not a social media fan. <laughs> um, I, I struggle to be consistent with it, but I, I do follow a lot of book accounts on social media right now that I enjoy because um, mm -hmm. it's kind of inspiring to see what other people are reading and creating. I follow podcast accounts um, and I follow meditation accounts like yours. And those um, have all helped kind of shape how I present myself on social media and, and who I get to interact with. So I have to say probably you are the person that I've interacted most with though oh. on social media. So thanks yeah. for spurring that. Yeah, well, that's nice. Um, but I hope a ton of people will start bombarding you with, with uh, comments on, on your social regarding the podcast so and how too. much impact you're having. <laughs> what happened? Last question. What happens after we die? What happens after we die? Ooh. What do you think? I I feel like I'm unqualified to answer this question, as are pretty much all humans. But um, that's a very good answer. Yeah, I think I can't really go farther than that. We can make conjectures. <laughs> I like to make conjectures, but honestly, I have no idea. And in a way, that's a, to some people that could be depressing, and to others, it could be like this is lovely. We don't know, you know. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to believe like uh, lean towards the side of like this is a great mystery in a good mm -hmm. way rather than depressing. That there's I agree unknown there that we'll all experience. Yeah, and I love the idea that like we're I mean we're here to experience that mystery and yeah. and yeah, I think it's so cool. Well, listen, um, thanks for moving along through those questions so nicely and giving really cool yeah those are great questions it's a speed round of deep questions <laughs> yeah um
yeah, I hope your podcast grows. Again, I really enjoy it. I, I'll keep posting and sharing about it. And I hope you'll keep, you'll have, again, like, like I said before, you'll have the energy, time, resources, whatever you need to continue being consistent with it to inspire, inform, entertain people into books, knowledge, wisdom, meditation. So I wish you all the best. If you want to share like anything else, but I think. Um, yeah. Was, Thank you so much. Yeah, it was great. Great to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me for this conversation. Um, people who are listening, if you'd like to find the podcast, it's called Reditations. It's R-E-A-D, itations, Reditations, as in reading. Um, you can find it on any um, platform where you like to listen to podcasts. You can find me on Instagram at Reditations. And you can also email me at Reditations at gmail.com to let me know what you think or if there's anything you want to hear on the podcast in the future.